this is Leo and a big welcome back to the Sound Museum, the music podcast that explores that personal connection we all have with the music that we listen to. It's been another busy week for me researching this week's podcast and I love going through all my old CDs and my old books and videotapes, watching clips on YouTube. There's so much involved in producing a podcast episode. So I really hope you enjoy this week's episode where we are celebrating another anniversary, the 30th anniversary of Celine Dion's album, The Colour of My Love, first released this month back in 1993. But before we get started, as always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. That way you won't miss any future episodes. And if you've missed any past episodes, you can catch up anytime you like on your favorite podcast provider, whether that is Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeart, Amazon, Deezer, There's so many podcast platforms out there and I really hope you enjoy listening to all the Sound Museum podcast episodes. Now getting into this week's podcast episode, celebrating 30 years of Celine Dion's album, The Colour of My Love. Let's go back a bit and learn about Celine's career from the start until that point, just so we can see where exactly was Celine at that stage of her career. Celine was born on the 30th of March 1968 in Quebec. She was the youngest of 14 brothers and sisters. Can you imagine having 14 siblings? I'm an only child, so reading that, I was just like, oh my goodness. It must have been chaos in the Dion household back in those days. But her mum was a housewife and her father was a butcher, both of French descent. Music was always in the Dion household growing up. Celine loved performing with her siblings. She performed at her brother Michael's wedding in 1973, her very first public appearance. Celine was also a girl guide. Now when I was growing up I was also a cub and a scout and I've got such fond memories of that time. I remember doing a scout gang show a bit like a pantomime. We performed different things and I did that for like a weekend of performances and but leading up to all those performances we were rehearsing for weeks and weeks and weeks so I've got really fun memories of being a scout going on camps and I remember going to my weekly scout meeting at my local hall which is just behind our house in the local park so such fun memories of being a scout and no doubt Celine had similar fun memories when she was a young girl guide and she also knew that she wanted to be a singer from a very early age. Sadly, Celine was bullied at school because of her teeth and skinny frame. Another reason why I related to Celine so much, I was bullied at school as well and it was so tough. Kids can be so cruel and at that stage I was just starting high school, didn't really know who I was. I was overweight, really shy, really reserved and when kids called you names like faggot and poofter 
And my PE teacher even called me powder puff because I was overweight. Like Celine, I hated school and I used to love running home from school to my bedroom to play music. But in Celine's case, it was to play music with her brothers and sisters at home. When Celine was just 12 years old, along with her mother and brother Jacques, they composed her very first song, and the English translation to that song was, It Was Only a Dream. Her brother sent the song to music manager René Angelila, and he was so moved by Celine's voice. In 1981, he mortgaged his house to fund her very first debut album. And later that year, she released her very first French album. Prior to the release of her very first English language album, Unison, in 1990, Celine had already released eight French language studio albums, with four of those reaching number one in her native Quebec. Let's move on now to Celine's very first English language album, 1990's Unison. This was the very first time she began working with legendary producer David Foster. There were four singles released from this album. If there was any other way, the title track Unison and The Last to Know. However, the third single was the big international breakout hit. This is Where Does My Heart Beat Now? That was Celine's very first international breakout hit from her first English language album, Unison. And this was the first time I became aware of Celine. The track was written by Robert White Johnson and Taylor Rhodes. And it was produced by Christopher Neal, who also produced Morning Train and For Your Eyes Only for Sheena Easton. And All I Need Is a Miracle and The Living Years for Mike and the Mechanics. Where Does My Heart Beat Now reached number 4 in the US and Norway, number 13 in Ireland, 36 in New Zealand, 62 in Australia and 72 in the UK. It also charted well in several European countries including France and the Netherlands. The album Unison reached number 1 in Quebec, number 8 in Norway, 15 in Canada and Australia, where it was packaged together with her 1992 self-titled album. It reached number 74 in the US, eventually selling 1.2 million copies and 55 in the UK. Celine's debut English-speaking album, Unison, has now sold over 4 million copies worldwide. Not bad for her very first English-language album. Moving on to 1992, Celine released her second English-language album, simply titled Celine Dion, released in March 1992. This album was mainly produced by Walter Afanasiev, Rick Wake, and Guy Roach. Now you may know the name Walter Afanasiev. He of course produced a lot of Mariah Carey's material back in the 90s, including Love Takes Time, Hero, One Sweet Day, and many, many more. 
From that self-titled album, there were four official singles lifted from the album, including this track, If You Asked Me To. track was a number one hit in Canada, number four in the US, 26 in New Zealand, 52 in Australia and 57 in the UK. The second single was a track called Nothing Broken But My Heart, reaching number three in Canada and Quebec and number 29 in the US. The third single did pretty well internationally. This is Love Can Move Mountains. the up-tempo track from Celine's second English language album Celine Dion reaching number two in Canada number three in Quebec eight in Sweden 36 in the US 46 in the UK and 54 here in Australia the final single from the album was a track called Water from the Moon reaching number one in her native Quebec and number seven in Canada Interestingly, all four singles from the album were written by hitmaker Diane Warren. And that wouldn't be the last time Diane would write some songs for Celine. In November 1992, Beauty and the Beast from the movie was released, a duet with Peebo Bryson. The single reached number eight in New Zealand, number nine in the US and UK, and 17 in Australia. The song won Celine her very first Grammy Award for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. The track was also nominated for both Record and Song of the Year. Celine's second English language album, Celine Dion, reached number three in Canada, number 15 in Australia, where it was packaged together with the album Unison. It reached number 31 in New Zealand, 34 in the US, and number 70 in the UK. Celine Dion's second English language album has sold over 3 million copies in the US, with over 5 million copies sold worldwide. And that brings us to 1993. The Colour of My Love, Celine's third English language album, released this week on the 9th of November, 1993. I've got such fond memories of this album. I knew of Celine from her hit, Where Does My Heart Beat Now from Unison, but this album really made me fall in love with Celine Dion. There's some amazing tracks on this album, so join me as we go through the album track by track. Beginning with track number one, The Beautiful, The Power of Love. I remember hearing The Power of Love for the first time and fell in love with Celine's voice. My late dad also adored the song. So dad, this song is for you. This is The Power of Love.
The Power of Love is a cover of the 1984 Jennifer Rush track, who also co-wrote the song. Let's take a listen to Jennifer's version. was Jennifer Rush, the original version of The Power of Love. Aussie duo Air Supply also covered the track in 1987, Laura Brannigan also covered the track. Here is Laura's version. Laura Brannigan with her version of The Power of Love. Celine's version of The Power of Love was produced by legendary producer David Foster. Power of Love was the lead single from the album, released in November 1993. The track became Celine's very first number one single in the US, staying at the top four weeks and selling more than 1.5 million copies. It also hit number one in her native Canada and also here in Australia. It reached number three in France and Iceland, number four in the UK, five in Belgium, six in Sweden and number seven in New Zealand. In 1995, Celine was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance and also an American Music Award where she was nominated for Favourite pop rock song for The Power of Love. Track number two from the album The Colour of My Love, this is Misled. Just a page in my history Just another one of those mysteries One more lover that used to be If you think you're in my head You've been seriously misled Produced by Rick Wake. On the B side, we had another track from the album called Real Emotion. More on that a bit later on in the podcast. And on the European and UK maxi singles was Love Can Move Mountains from Celine's 1992 self-titled album. Misled was a second single from the album released in April 1994. This is a really up-tempo track. I love this one. It's got some attitude and there were some fab remixes done on this track from MK, Richie Jones and E-Smooth. Unfortunately, Misled didn't match the chart success of The Power of Love, but it did reach number four in Canada, number 15 in the UK, 23 in the US, 
31 in New Zealand and 55 in Australia. And it became Celine's very first number one on the US Dance Club Songs Chart. Moving on to track number three from the album. And this was the third single lifted from The Color of My Love. This is Think Twice. Think Twice was written by Andy Hill, who also worked with UK group Bucks Fizz and Peter Seinfeld, produced by Christopher Neal and Aldo Novo. Now, Think Twice was the third single released from the album, and this became Celine's big international breakout hit. It was absolutely huge across Europe and Down Under. Think Twice reached number one in the UK, where it stayed there for seven weeks, selling over one million copies. It was also number one in Ireland for nine weeks. In Scotland, Netherlands, Norway and Sweden, it was number one for four weeks. And in Belgium, it was number one for five weeks. Think Twice also reached number two in Australia and Denmark, six in Spain and Switzerland, 20 in New Zealand, and 95 in the US. Can you believe that such a massive song outside the US did not perform well in the US? Absolutely mind-boggling. It was very clear from this track that Celine's career was skyrocketing outside the US. Let's move on to another gorgeous ballad from the album The Colour of My Love, track number four, Only One Road. Another stunning track from the album, again produced by David Foster. Only One Road was the fourth single released from the album, reaching number four in the Netherlands and Spain, five in Scotland, number eight in the UK and Ireland, 15 in Canada, 23 in Australia, and 93 in the US. Again, what was going on back in the day in the US? absolutely crazy. Celine was doing so well in Europe, Australia and New Zealand, but in the US, her singles were just not firing. I've got no idea why. Amazing production. The vocal on this track is also incredible. Celine sounds amazing on this track. After a couple of ballads, it's time for an up-tempo moment from the album. This is track number five, Everybody's Talking My Baby Down. Produced by Rick Wake, another up-tempo track from the album. I don't mind this one. It's a really, really fun, cool track. Track number six on the album. This is Next Play Now.
written by hit maker Diane Warren and produced by Guy Roach. This was the fifth single released in Australia, reaching number 61. It is time for another up-tempo track from the album. This is track number seven, Real Emotion. Once again, written by Diane Warren and produced by Rick Wake. I really like this track. Celine sounds great. That real emotion. I love that bit. Another great track from the album, The Colour of My Love. All right, let's get a bit romantic now from the movie Sleepers in Seattle. This is track number eight, When I Fall in Love. When I A duet with British singer Clive Griffin. This was a cover version and the track was first done back in 1952 and so many artists have covered this track over the years including Doris Day, Nat King Cole, Etta James, Donny Osmond, Linda Ronstand and even Rick Astley. When I fall in love It will be forever Or I'll never fall in love When I Fall In Love was produced by David Foster and this was first released in July 1993 before the album's release. This track reached number 21 in Canada, 22 in New Zealand, 23 in the US and 93 in Australia. Track number 9 from the album, this is Love Doesn't Ask Why. An absolutely gorgeous track from the album, produced by Walter Athanasiath. You can really tell his productions because they're quite lush and full. I really like this track and as always, Celine sounds incredible. Here is track number 10 from the album, Refuse to Dance. by Christopher Neal. Now I don't mind this one. Refuse to Dance is quite a sexy and sultry track from the album. Track number 11 from the album is another track produced by Christopher Neal. This is I Remember LA.
That is track number 11 from the album I Remember LA. Track number 12 is another ballad. This is No Living Without You. Once again, written by Diane Warren and produced by Guy Roach. A really nice track on The Colour of My Love. We're heading to the end of the album. Here's track number 13, Love and Proof. Once again, written by Diane Warren and produced by Rick Wake. This is a final up-tempo track from the album. Celine does up-tempo tracks really well. I love this one. So the final track on the US album is track number 14, The Colour of My Love. Another stunning ballad produced by David Foster. I adore this track. It's simply stunning. The lyrics are incredible. A really stunning end to a beautiful album, The Colour of My Love. Now, outside the US, there was an international bonus track. This is Just Walk Away. stunning track that is produced by Steve Lindsay and Roberto Gattia I think that's how you pronounce it a stunning bonus track released on international versions of the album The Colour of My Love now in Japan they got another bonus track and this was released as a single in Japan only this song was absolutely massive in Japan, reaching number one for five weeks in Japan and selling over 1.5 million copies. This is To Love You More. gorgeous song again produced by legendary producer David Foster. There was also some remixes of this track done. Let's check out the Tony Moran remix of To Love You More.
was the album The Colour of My Love, a simply stunning album from Celine Dion. Let's check out some other album stats. The Colour of My Love reached number one in Canada, Quebec, UK, Ireland, Australia, Belgium, Norway and Scotland. Number two in New Zealand, Netherlands and Portugal. Number four in the US and number seven in France, Finland, Spain and Japan. The Colour of My Love went five times platinum in the UK, six times platinum in New Zealand, nine times platinum here in Australia and the album has sold six million copies in the US alone with 20 million sold worldwide. The Colour of My Love won two Juno Awards, which is the Canadian Grammys, winning Album of the Year and Best Selling Album. Celine also won two World Music Awards for Best Selling Canadian Female Artist and Best Selling Canadian Artist of the Year. So it's fair to say that The Colour of My Love certifies Celine as a worldwide star. But the success for Celine that was to follow would prove she would become a worldwide superstar. Finally, let's move on to Celine's personal life. After her win at the 1988 Eurovision Song Contest in Ireland, Celine and Renee's professional relationship turned romantic when Celine was 20 years old. Celine and Renee became engaged in March 1993 on Celine's 25th birthday. For the first time, Celine confirmed her love for her manager Renee in the liner notes of the album The Colour of My Love. Celine married Renee on the 17th of December 1994. It was even broadcast live on Canadian TV and the pair renewed their vows in Las Vegas in January 2000. Celine gave birth to her first son Renee Charles on the 25th of January 2001. Sadly Celine suffered a miscarriage in 2009 but on the 23rd of October 2010, she gave birth to twin boys, Eddie and Nelson. Sadly, on the 14th of January 2016, her husband Renee passed away of throat cancer. He was 73 years old. Two days after Renee's death, Celine's brother Daniel also passed away from cancer. At the time, I remember reading these reports and couldn't even imagine what Celine was going through. What a strong woman Celine is. She just lost her husband and now her brother, and she had her three boys to take care of. Celine is an inspiration to so many people with her courage and strength throughout such difficult times. In December just last year, it was revealed that Celine was suffering from stiff person syndrome, forcing her to cancel all postponed tour dates. Now this is a really debilitating illness and I'm sending Celine all my love, strength and support during this difficult time. Celine, all the fans are with you. We hope you feel the love. You got this and I can't wait to see you back on stage doing what you absolutely love. So I really hope you've enjoyed going back to 1993 with me this week and celebrating the 30th anniversary of Celine Dion's album, The Colour of My Love. Make sure you're following the show on social media, Facebook, X, TikTok, and Instagram. As always, I will be posting heaps of 
photos and videos all this week celebrating Celine's The Colour of My Love album. So I hope you really enjoy the social media love for Celine this week. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and make sure you check out my socials this weekend to find out what's coming up next week on the podcast. Until then, you have a great week. Take care and I will see you next week. Three.